Welcome to episode 26 of the Wire to Wire podcast. As always, it's me, your host Yusuf. Today I'm joined by my special guest. His name is Jordan. Now he's making his return to the podcast and we have a lot of fun and interesting topics to get into. So without further ado, let's just get right to it. Yo, Jordan. Bro, we're back at it again, eh? Yeah, back at it again, bro. Back like you never left, bro. <laughs> I mean, we couldn't let the fans wait at this point. We could not. There's too much we got to get into, bro. Way too much to unpack. The first thing we're going to get into, we have to. The Jada Pinkett, August Alcina, and Will Smith situation. Yeah, man. We got to get straight to the shits. Right away. Let's get straight to the shits, bro. <laughs> I just want to say, bro, did I not call it? <laughs> you did. It, 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 and it's funny. It's funny. Just coming from our last episode, right? And then getting... The episode coming right away, right? We, we said we had to wait and see. And yeah. Boom. There's the episode right there on the red table. <laughs> Bro, Funny how that works. I want to give you the floor uninterrupted. I want you to just kind of say your thoughts before I get, before I get into my opinion and my thoughts. I want to I wanna hear your thoughts and where you are on it. All right. So if we're going to go start with me. Okay. I'm, I'm going to explain my situation, but along with my situation, I'm explaining what I think. I'm going to ask you some questions as well. Okay. So first and foremost, I feel like Jada, Jada Pickett-Smith, is your modern-day cover girl. Easy breezy entanglement. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Easy breezy entanglement. I just feel it's crazy that girls could just utilize the words like healing as a cover-up of what they're actually doing or how they actually feel. And I mean, shout out to Will in this whole situation. Like you could tell throughout the whole interview that he yeah. wasn't, he wasn't, he didn't want to be there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's just doing it because, because he loves Jada, and it's to the extent where they have an understanding and that they have this bond that's just like we're just gonna live it out. You know what I mean? Bad married yeah. for life, right? Yeah. So, but I just feel like back to what I said on the previous episode, she did take advantage of August. That's for sure, right? Yep. Because August was at a point where he needed healing, right? Yeah. And they both said that, yeah, they seen August. He looked sick. He didn't look like he was doing well. And then for Jada to use that as her own healing and then toss him to the side, like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, she sounds like a hypocrite in that instance. You know what I mean? So it doesn't make sense for, a, a, for someone to be like, they went on their break. Right? That's understanding. They had their little inner marriage breakup. And for a woman to be like, all right, I need to, the best way I heal is to heal someone else. Right? Okay. So how can someone say that the best way they heal is to heal someone else, but throughout the healing process, you're going about it like it was just like a entanglement, as you would say. Right? Yeah. Like, how is that a part of healing? Like, that doesn't make sense. To me, it doesn't make sense for you to say that's healing. That's the way you heal. But you ended up going about it in a childish way. Like, she didn't want to say what it actually was. You know what yeah. I mean? She was using cover-up words. And that's why she's the cover girl. You know what I mean? So I don't... <laughs> it's like the new makeup that these women are using. It's like the new terminology. Like, I never heard entanglement in my life. Like, 27 years... I'm living. I never heard that word in my life. 
and to use it as a word of a relationship or a friendship or a way of healing. Like it just, it feels like she was going back and forth with what it actually was. And like Will was trying to get out the information, but she wasn't trying to be, she wasn't trying to be for real. You know what I mean? It's like she was almost like passive aggressive. Yeah. When she was in a predator four or five years ago when she was going after August. So it doesn't really make sense. But now let me ask you. Talk to me. So where do you think Will and Jada's relationship stands from this four-year gap? So it happened four or five years ago, they said, right? Yeah. From when it happened till now, how do you think the relationship is? I think it's exactly the way it was at that time. Okay. Four or five Um, years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I'll put it to you like this. And I'm going to come from the perspective of Will. It's cheaper to keep her. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Have you ever heard that one before? It's cheaper to keep her? Uh, yeah, I have. And, and the funny thing is, I'm on the opposite side. I think it's cheaper without her. So that could be another okay. argument. <laughs> All their kids are over 18, I imagine, right? Yeah. So he wouldn't get on the hook for child support, but they're pro- and okay, she, probably okay. wouldn't need, she probably wouldn't need much alimony mm-hmm. because she is pretty established. Yeah. But I think Will is just at a place in his life where they're both at a stage in their life where they just need stability. Yeah, yeah. I won't say emotional stability because the way he looked at that red table, that doesn't look mm-hmm. like an emotionally stable guy. That looks like a guy who was, like, he looked broken. Like, yeah. she broke He looks him, like, right? it's, it seems like he's checked out. And I think that's just a result of how they approach their marriage and yeah. how they chose to view it, right? Here's my thing. This is what I gathered from that whole interview as I was watching it. So she did a lot of the things I suspected she would do, that she would use fancy language to try to hide her talk, to- like to right. try to hide her toxic behavior. Hence why she right. used the word entanglement. It's crazy. <laughs> I, don't know how, I don't know how you arrive at that word, yeah. but okay, entanglement. Doesn't really explain the conversation, because August said he mm-hmm. had a conversation with Will. And that's why I don't really yeah. want to let Will off the hook, because yeah. they didn't really adjust. Yeah, I was that. surprised that it was a 13-minute video. You know what I mean? Like you, you're yeah. used to watching the red table and it's long conversations. You know what I mean? This is like they, they just do it together mm-hmm. and said, yeah, that was that, and they just like covered up their bases, but they didn't say anything. It was almost like the Angel Yee and August conversation. Like there's nothing you can make out of it, yeah. but the entertain entertainment of it, really and truly. That conversation was not addressed when you know he said that Will allegedly told him yeah. that we're in a life partnership, right? So they never addressed that. And so my thing is, what I gathered from that whole thing is I think Jada Pinkett kind of saw in the public mm-hmm. eye she was backed into a corner. And mm-hmm. Will, being the husband that he is, you don't want to see your wife exactly. have to go through that PR damage, right? And I'll be a good soldier. I'll sit across there with you and you're going to talk to me about this. Like, this yeah. is something new to me. And what I took from it, and this is why I kind of i am leaning more towards the side of August. now that I had time to actually review everything and think about it, is that they basically took his story and they changed the narrative. They control the narrative now. And they found a way to kind of take everything that he said and just dismiss it. And they made the story what they want to make the story about. So do do I believe that they may have concocted that, yeah, we were separated and... After our separation, I got into an entanglement yeah. with this guy. That's yeah. a good cover-up for... That's a that's a better story. That's a better cover-up than Will, him, than August and Will sitting down together having a conversation about you having permission to yeah. smash my wife. 
that sounds a lot more yeah. digestible than that. But not only that, when he was talking about how being with her, she stopped my bag. She impacted my career. I can see how that happened now because look at the power that both of them have within Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Look how they took over the story. Hey, at the end of the day, like, sorry to interrupt, but like, I feel like <laughs> they're two smart human beings, right? And they would know, they know what they're doing, right? As much as this thing might be real, I think they kind of created the situation in a way. Because if you even sure. look at the conversation sure. and, the, and the words that they were using, it, it seemed weird because, like, you heard Will say, Og. Like, why do, you, why do you use that nickname? Like, what was the purpose of that? And then you see Jada yeah. put some extra sauce in everything she was saying. Like, I haven't felt really good in a long time. Like, w- was that necessary right in front of your husband? And stuff like um, girth. Like, why, was, why did Will utilize the term girth? You know what I mean? And, like, deep love and deep, like... And like they they put in those like trigger words to get Twitter going almost, you know what I mean? Yeah. In the midst of all of this, yeah. like when Will was crying, I almost forgot that this guy was an actor. Like people forget exactly. that this guy is a trained actor. Fresh He's a Prince. professional actor. Exactly. He's one of the best actors. So you're telling me that this guy cannot find it deep in himself emotionally to drum up some tears as his wife is saying that's so yeah, don't get me wrong sure. i'm sure it hurt open marriage or not anytime another dude is for sure your wife but you can you can hurt. tell that will is right? just just there he's just like yo one of this that's why i seem like it was so short he's checked Man, out because he's already he's checked out you can see from yeah. his instagram page and what he's been doing oh, he's... and just being all about he just been yeah. more private about this this lifestyle you know what i mean if yeah. you're gonna have an open marriage he's gonna keep it on the low for the respect for Jada. You know what I mean? And that's that's why exactly. men deserve more and credit when they have to deal with this women's bullshit. Yeah. It, it almost felt like it was Will being like, man, I told you this was going to happen. And he's just sitting there like, yep, so tell me what happened. Yeah. All right? And so he's just in the right. So he's just there yeah. as like, he's... I said I'm going to love you through this, whatever happens, I'm... and that's that. But hey, yeah. look where we are. I'm going to stick with my original theory. I think... You know, she liked August's swag. She thought he was a good dude. And she said, I want to try something with this guy. Right? She used the healing as a way to get in close with him. Like, listen, Jada, she's 48. She has has game. She knows the game. She's she's a veteran. She knows what she's doing, right? She used that vulnerability as a way to get in with him, right? And then she broached the subject with him. I think he hesitated. I think she went to Will... And told Will, I need you to talk to him to give him that confidence that it's okay to right. proceed. And and I don't want people to think that I'm just making this stuff up or I'm talking out of thin air. There was a period of time where all three of yeah. them were living under yeah. the same roof. And this was around the time yeah. early on when he was healing. So Allegedly. So that, healing. That's why it doesn't really make sense to me. So August was just around the family. They're broken up. Apparently yeah. they're broken up or they're on a break. But they're still, yeah. they're still parenting, per se. You know, they're still parenting, and yeah. August is and there as a Will's also there as a mentor, a healing mentor as well. But yeah. then from it to go to yeah. something else, like the story really doesn't add up. It really doesn't add up. It right? doesn't, to this, yeah. yeah, it was four or five years ago, whatever. But then you seen that he was there like he was like a close cousin. You know what I mean? He was around the family like yeah. a close cousin. Yeah. And for it to go from Jada and August are sleeping together on the side, they're broken up apparently, 
and Will's doing his thing, Jada's doing his her thing, and then for it to get to this point of, oh no, I I still want Will back, or I still want to keep this this family together. That's what it just seems yeah. like. Of course, like you said earlier, they're too big, they're too famous, they have too much money involved to go through a divorce, right? And they're they're bigger than that, right? Yes. So. Yeah, exactly. And sorry to cut you off, but if you look at their age, like yeah. Will's fifty-one, she's forty-eight, yeah. right? It's just at a point where exactly. it doesn't make sense to get a divorce. And you already have this arrangement, this open yeah. relationship, which I believe they have. So it's not even like cheating is gonna be the is gonna be the straw that breaks the camel's back. So at this point, it's just anything goes. For Will, it's just cheaper to keep her. There's a certain level of stability she yeah. brings, so to keep the family together. Yeah. For her, it's the same. So, do you thing. think do you think Jada is still uh, taking part in entanglements? I think so. I just think yeah. August was the first whistleblower. Yeah. Um, to bring it to the world's attention, I think it's yeah. going to continue. But I just think I think they're going to be more discreet. They're probably going to start yeah. utilizing NDAs. Yeah. So I, I feel like that's the way Will been on. Like, you know what I mean? You seen Will all across the country. You think he was just taking part in excursions? No, he was diving in some coochie too. Yeah, you know like, what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, you think he's just diving exactly. out of helicopters? Help, bro, right? <laughs> <laughs> so simple as that. If that's right. what they're into, that's what they're into, right? But it's just August was the first whistleblower, and I feel bad for the dude. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look like he's all the way there, so I'm not surprised that he's the one that's gonna blow the whistle. But at the same time, like you said at the last episode, he's not that relevant, so his yeah. word doesn't mean much. So the way that they were able to just go on that red table, they didn't even, they didn't even exactly. talk about any of the stuff that he discussed. They didn't even try nope. to disprove it or anything. They just created the narrative that we were on a break. Nope. I got an entanglement with him. They took, the they took, spotlight. they took over yeah. the narrative. They won the game. Yeah. Like, From when they had that red table talk, if you go on all social media, it was just Will Jada. Will Jada. It was no August. Yeah. August was just yeah. Hog. <laughs> exactly. He became an afterthought. I have a question yeah. for you. I have a question for you, bro. Do you know the I name of August's know. album? I said it last episode. I'm like, yo, I don't know it, and I thank still you. don't. And didn't you tell me? <laughs> and I remember, I remember, I told you the name, and I can't remember the name because I went into my Apple Music, I searched, <laughs> I saying. still don't know, you know the name. I mean? So he took the L, and all of this he took an L. <laughs> oh man, it's like the Ray J and Kim K thing. Like they both did the video, yeah. but Kim K took all the money. Yeah. Sometimes you're just better off not saying anything. Just, you know, do your dirt. You know, Jada gave it up. Just take the action. Yeah, but and uh, speaking it, of um, <laughs> Kim Kardashian West, there's another uh, Mr. West we need yes. to talk about. Kanye for president. What do you think about it? I want to see okay. it. I, I'm here for it, bro. I'm here for the circus. And here's my thing. Because I'm seeing a lot of people now already saying, oh, there's no way he can yeah. be president. What does he know, Right. You have to understand the climate and the time that we're living in. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing new under the sun. If you look at the 80s, I'm going to go a little bit historical here. But if you look at the 80s, Ronald yeah. Reagan became the president. He was just exactly. a Hollywood actor before then. But he managed yeah. to get into office, right? I remember four years ago, oh, there's no way Donald Trump yeah. can win. There's absolutely yeah. no way Donald Trump can win. He ended up winning. So I don't think it's beyond the realm of possibility that Kanye can become president. What I want to see is sure. I, there's nothing wrong with yeah. there's nothing wrong with a little circus. Like there's nothing that can happen under his presidency that can happen under that that's going to be so different it's, or radical. It's not like we're we're already presidency. living in a circus, right? Whatever Donald Trump has done and has been doing, like it says 
circus-esque as we can get. So for Kanye to even top yeah. what Donald's doing, it'll be a tough task, an extremely tough task, regardless of the fact. But yeah, I, I, I would have to yeah. agree. I'd have to agree. Why not? Why not? We've seen Donald Trump. Everyone was like, there's no way in hell Donald Trump's going to get into office. I remember it was, how long has you been? It's been like five years now, four years now. Four years. Four I remember years. I was working yeah. and I'm just like, we're having the conversations during around election time. And it was mm-hmm. like, there was no thought in my mind like Donald's about to be president. I was like, there's no way impossible. There's no way in hell that this is going to happen. And look, president, right? Yeah. And with the opportunity to, hey, he might even run it back. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, it's very likely. And another thing too is like, in North America especially, there is huge yeah, sure. celebrity worship. So, what what is really the qualification is, to be right? a president? Yeah, and there is like none. even I was listening to a, another podcast and the thought, and I think it was the Joe Rogan podcast, and he had like a, a Navy Seal on it, and they even brought up the idea of the Rock yeah. running for president. And it's it's just what it is at the end of the day, you know. It's just a celebrity contest. Who has the most influence? It's a popularity contest. Who has the contest. most influence? Who has the most following to gauge a campaign and to get people to vote? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and with Barack Obama, now granted Barack Obama, yeah. he had humble beginnings and he was just a yeah. senator out of Chicago, right? But look at the numbers of celebrities yep. that were backing him. Like, that's what people need to realize. Look at the exactly. celebrities that were backing him. He got celebrity endorsements from exactly. like left, right, and center. Oprah was the first to jump on this guy's bandwagon saying he is the guy, he's from Chicago. Rappers were holding Mm -hmm. festivals for him. This guy had celebrities from from different industries backing him. So America, in North America, they love their celebrities. There's a huge celebrity worship. So people can laugh and dismiss Kanye. I'd like to see it. Honestly, I'd like to see it. Just for the theater. Well, that's why I think Chance the Rapper took his stand. Look at Kanye, look at Biden. You know what I mean? There's gonna Kanye is gonna have mm-hmm. more of a following, and then it's just like the lesser of two evils at that point. You know what I mean? Like we look at Trump yeah. and Biden, it's it's hard to choose between the, those two. So Chance's argument is saying, yeah. well, Kanye or Biden, say Biden goes on to win this election, it's just the lesser of the evil, and another black president at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see how everything and unfolds. The only thing I would be curious to know. Because I don't buy that BS. He's like, I'm going to run as the birthday party. Okay. Yeah, I'm not buying all that. You're going to have to choose between Democrat yeah. and Republican. So it's just a matter of which party is going to accept him. So here's my prediction. That Trump will get a second term. Whether I whether or not I want him to, that's a completely different conversation. I just think he's going to win. I just okay. think he's going to win a re-election. And I think the Democrats will be in such shambles that they're going to look at it like, wow, we mm-hmm. lost again Mm -hmm. to this guy yep they're gonna get desperate do i believe that the democrats will get so desperate that they're gonna leave the future of their party in their in his hands absolutely i've seen some amazing things from the democratic party and amazing i use that word (laughs) loosely because they are they'll do anything at this point anything to get the other side you know what i mean so i wouldn't be surprised yeah if they go that dark and deep in 2016, Hillary Clinton was a Democratic establishment. Like, she was the establishment candidate for the Democratic Party. Even though 
the people said they wanted Bernie, right. they backed Hillary, right? And then what right. happened? She took an L. So now yep. Bernie tries to go again, but yep. instead they give it to Joe Biden, another establishment yep. politician, right? And I yep. predict he's going to take it. They can't go down 3-0. They can't go so down you have two. Yeah, so you have two establishment presidents that you handpicked and that you chose, and then yep. they took an L to Donald Trump. They're going to do something drastic. They're going to look and say, Kanye has to be the guy. I think you're going to have a peaceful transition of power. After yeah. Trump has done his eight years, he's going to stand there. He's going to shake hands with Kanye, and they're yeah. going to have their moment together, and it's going right. to be a peaceful transition. For whatever reason, Trump speaks very glowingly of Kanye, and Kanye right. speaks very glowingly yeah. of him. Now, could it be due to the fact that Obama yeah. called him a jackass? Yeah. I don't know, but... But hey, man, we're forgetting one key factor in this whole situation, though. Kanye West, he's a master troller. And yeah. when he does it, he usually does it around releasing an album. It's like his promotion for an album every time. So we've seen two release songs after this whole tw- running for president stint, right? So could this just be another yeah. act of Kanye just being like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to run for president and there's some album rollout. I wouldn't be surprised. We've seen it before with Kanye. You know what I mean? He's good at this. He's, he always finds a way to get all the attention on him, whether it's from him acting crazy or him talking about God or being all religious, right? Now it's just yeah. another way of promoting an album. I'm going to run for president. You know what I mean? You know, it very much could be. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past him. This is the culture that we're living in. It would yeah. not surprise me. Uh, we'll see, man. Time will tell. One of those things. So, I remember last time I said time will tell. We had a we had a whole red table talk. Yeah. Episode come up. <laughs> Let's get into this next one right here. I want to discuss a little yeah. bit of basketball with you. Yeah, for sure. It's been pretty well rounded. We discussed a little. We discussed some relationships. We're discussing politics. Now we're about to get into sports. Look this is that. a very well rounded episode, us. bro. Look at us. <laughs> <laughs> Remember last week we were talking yeah. about um the bubble. And that what would happen mm-hmm. when there's positive cases, right? So Michael Beasley, he got picked yep. up by the Brooklyn Nets. He just tested positive and yep. he had to leave the bubble. West, Westbrook tested positive, so yep. he hasn't even entered the bubble. Um, mm-hmm. James Harden. Uh, James Harden. Yeah. I, there's I still see, speculation I as to whether or not he tested post, positive. Not, like, dude, hasn't, like, I'm waiting for like Shams to say it. <laughs> like if Shams says it, then I'm like. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So for whatever reason, whatever reason he didn't yeah. he didn't travel with the team to Orlando, and he said he's gonna mm-hmm. wait to travel with Westbrook. So if I'm gonna read between the lines, I'll assume he tested positive. He just doesn't exactly. want that information out there. Uh, Harrison Barnes yeah. of the Sacramento Kings, um, he tested positive, and he hasn't he hasn't went to the bubble yet. Yeah. He's still waiting for clearance. I don't know. I don't know how the season. I don't know how the season's gonna happen, bro. I, don't I, see I, how I remember we had this conversation off air, and. Like I said, like, I don't know how they contain it. Like, yes, these testings are prior to people being at the bubble, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, like I said, and having names like Westbrook test positive is just, and James Harden, it just, just doesn't look good, you know? So I don't know how they it contain doesn't. it. Like, I, I know they, they have a hotline that's blinging off and all, 
to make sure people yeah. are on their T's and Q's, but I know, I know LeBron James is up in the Disney you know castle what? with his binoculars looking down at Kawhi. What's Kawhi doing? Bro, he, at this point, you better be doing that because – and I'm looking at some of the names. Like, already there's two players that yeah. broke protocol, right? And one of them was Bruno <laughs> Caboclo. I don't know what the hell you could possibly be doing outside of the bubble if you're Bruno Caboclo. Like what? Like what are you doing? Hey man, I can't remember his name, but he, he like he's a nobody, and he I guess he, mm, he did a food delivery, so he left the bubble. So I'm like, like what are you doing, bro? Like you literally have twenty four seven home. Like you have literally twenty four act twenty four seven access to room service. What are you Trust doing me. ordering outside? It it doesn't make sense. It doesn't really make sense. But hey, that's gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like as much as these guys are grown, grown adults, used to say they're still they kind of have a childish mindset as well. You know, you see the the ways of of gaining entertainment. Like I even seen Dwight Howard. Like he said he was alone out at some restaurant or something. Like why you? Yeah. Even out there for what? (laughs) You know, like. So yeah. things like that, it's going to happen. And hopefully this hotline, I don't know who's operating it, who's making the calls. I, I must assume it's LeBron James, the king of the castle. But hey, who knows, you know? <laughs> LeBron's the only guy that that's allowed to get away with snitching. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, is... LeBron's allowed to get away with a lot of things if, if we want to have... He doesn't want to have um, phrases yeah. on his so, jersey. For me personally... So LeBron James saying that he doesn't ha- want to put the names that the NBA put forth, right? Or the phrases or the yeah. names uh, on the back of his jersey. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. He has a valid reason to say that. But he left it at that. I don't know if he said anything more. Maybe I didn't see it or you know something I don't. But my king, Kawhi Leonard... The guy that got the route to the championship, <laughs> he he went two, about okay. it the right way, you know. He voiced he him putting that on the back of his jersey. It doesn't it doesn't it's not gonna do anything, right? Because at the end of the day, they're just watching basketball. They're not really seeing the name on the back of his jersey, right? So he mm-hmm. cons- he insists that he's just gonna continue to do what he's doing within the community and educating the community and the people yeah. around him to make sure that we can do something about this Black Lives Matter movement. And I think he answered that question perfectly. And that's how it should be. I I, I appreciate the NBA initiative. Yeah. And some players will do it and whatever, but they have the platform to talk about it and say whatever they want. Mm-hmm. So... For them to talk about it does just as more as just having the name on their back. So I'm not going to put too much pressure on LeBron for for taking that stance. But, you know, just do some more Kawhi-esque things, you know. Talk about it more, you know. Give us an explanation. And that's my point on that. (laughs) Okay. Okay. See, I'm going to go in a different direction than you just took it in. This, my opinion, it might offend or it might piss some people off, but you know, that's fine, they'll get over it. Yeah, here's my thing, okay? I love what LeBron, I, I love that LeBron's not doing it, and I'm gonna throw in Anthony Davis too. Okay, I love that they're not doing it. This initiative by the NBA to me 
is part of a larger problem that I've been talking about okay. on this podcast, right? So I've been talking a lot on previous episodes. I've been talking a lot about token gestures. I find that our people, you know, African-Americans, we like the token gestures, right? You know, when people rename streets or we like when people put these sayings on our jersey, when they throw their fist in the air, like we like that kind of stuff, right? But for me, I'm kind of at a point where I, I'm a firm believer that you have to do something mm-hmm. tangible. The NBA putting a bunch of quotes and phrases that, by the way, they didn't right. even consult with the players, right? They consulted with the players' union, but that's very vague. Who did, who did you specifically consult with? How did you arrive at these particular quotes? That's, another whole, that's right. a whole other set of issue, right? But you decided that here's a list of quotes that we're going to put on the jerseys. And the only reason, the only reason why I believe that they did that is because there was talks about shutting down the season to focus Mm. on social justice issues. So they said, we can't afford to have our season shut down because we got to at least try to get whatever money we can out of the season. So to kind of calm things down, I have an idea. Let's put these quotes on these jerseys, right? And I'm sure, you know, for the people that like gestures, that like those kind of things, I'm sure that meant a lot to them. But what is it actually doing? So I'm looking at more of the tangibles. And I think LeBron, I think he sees it the way I see it. But he has to be more politically correct because he's LeBron James, right? And he more or less said as much. He says, I know, he's like, I do what I do. The work that I do speaks for itself. So he's building schools. So a vast majority of his staff is minorities. So they're hiring, I think it's like over 50% of their staff is all minorities. So he's saying, I'm actually doing the work. So I don't need to do something like throw a slogan on the back of my jersey to show that I'm down for the cause. Mm. Go check my resume. That's the thing that people need to Mm. do. Check the resume. Because you'll see that there's people that are doing the work. LeBron is one of those people. Well said. So, And the thing with LeBron, I'll be real. He didn't say this. Anthony Davis kind of hinted at it, but I imagine they're probably thinking the same thing. And this is something I've always said. The name on the back of my jersey matters to me more than the name on the front of the jersey. When I play for a team, I'm just, I'm either going to be a liability or asset to that team. But when that team doesn't need me anymore, they'll dump me off, right? I play for the name on the back of my jersey. I'm not going to hinder my legacy or take away from my legacy to help the NBA have a better conscience when they do these token gestures. So I'm doing my part as an individual, right? As LeBron James, you know, mm-hmm. the king of Akron, really at this point, he's the king yeah. of North America. It, it, the work that he does, it, it speaks for itself. So I'm not going to make the NBA want to feel better about themselves by throwing equality on the right. back of my jersey. I don't need to. Right. I think, I think him and the <laughs> boy number two, I don't want to say his name. I think I think they're on the same page. I think they're just kind of going about it a little <laughs> bit differently. But I, I I think there's an alignment there. But it's not enough yeah, for me to start saying his name on that one. Jimmy Butler also said something interesting recently. Um, uh, he was what saying say? he doesn't even want to have like he said he's not. He agrees with Kawhi and uh, LeBron about not having like equality on the back yeah. of, the, of the given names that NBA has. But he, he said he appreciated the initiative. Yeah. But he's saying that he doesn't yeah. want to have his last name on the back of his jersey. He just wants to be known for the person that okay. he is. 
right? And that's an interesting way to, to look at it, right? Just to be like, no name, yeah. but like that goes to like, you play for the name, your last name, you know, your family. So it, it's weird for him to yeah. think about it like that, but I guess it makes sense because it's like, oh, he's a black player, you know? I play for me as a black player yeah. standing up, you know? It doesn't matter my name, yeah. who I am, but me as a black person, in the community, doing what yeah. I do, being a professional basketball player and having the voice that I have. Like, yeah. I feel like his stance is on that edge. And it makes sense, you know, if you have, if you're able to back it yeah. up and see what he did say, which which makes sense. But yeah, what you said yeah. earlier, it, it does cover everything that they're saying, but you just, you should be their uh, PR person, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Like you said earlier in your convers- oh, in the conversation, it's like the token, right? We accept the token, and, and this is one oh. of our biggest problems, right? Those little gestures yeah. we think go a long way, but they're, they're really minuscule. They're very. And you, when you look at the grand scheme of things, like, okay, there's yeah. no more Aunt Jemima. Okay, now what? <laughs> yeah. Like, what yeah. did you solve? Nothing, really. It's just, oh, okay. When things first started to happen yeah. with George Floyd and everything, I said if people are not careful, and I partially mm-hmm. put the blame on our people, but I said if we're not careful, that this will just become into one big PR thing. And that's what it became. Like now, it just became who can outwoke who. This company can outwoke this company by doing this. Oh, we're going to outwoke this company by doing this, right? I'm going to post a picture yeah. of me on IG kneeling. Yeah. And that's what it's become. Yeah. But if you look, it's, nothing it's died, has actually died down drastically. Has changed drastically it's died down and and i said and i was saying this i was clamoring for this i said while things are like while the Uh pressure is at its highest it's time to start organizing create a task force of lawyers policy analysts policy researchers create a nationwide task force of these people and literally strip down the law and find out what are the specific laws that are affecting our people and bring this to the attention of your of, 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 of members of Congress, right? Yep. And then while you have their attention, now if you mention the name George Floyd, someone's going to have to think and be like, right. who's that? Who's that again? Because so much has happened since that time. Yeah. I feel like the momentum was there. They kind of lost it. I'm not saying any tragedy needs to happen, but they need to find a way. It's never going to be, it's never going to have the emotional intensity yeah. it had just a couple of months ago, but you need to find a way to reintroduce yeah. this into the public sphere yeah. But come with a plan. Don't just rely on protesting. That's my biggest thing. Like, don't just do the protesting and the rioting. Right. Have a tangible plan. Hey, I mean, but, this kind of goes into what Kyrie was trying to say, though. You know what I mean? Like, his idea of yeah. eventually it's just going to be- become a thing of the past. And then with the NBA being back in full force, the distractions there. You know what I mean? And it doesn't give us time to keep this initiative going and yeah. push it forward and the plan. Yeah. And to find ways to not just be something that was just in the moment because this thing has been happening. Yeah. Every year we, we, we're faced with this yeah. this reality and it, it doesn't seem like it's going to change anytime soon. And if we don't take a, the time to actually plan, thing out, plan things out, nothing's going to happen, you know? And the thing, And the thing that's so crazy to me, right? As me and you, we're here on this podcast. We're having this conversation. And I talked about this task force. I haven't heard one person yeah. 
discuss this. Like, I've seen people say, oh, we need to take down the statues that depict Jesus as Caucasian. We need to, you know, we need to change the name of some of these sports teams. Like, we're yeah. we're fighting these battles like that, yes, are important. When we need to be fighting because the future. That's not the issue uh, at hand right now. And I think there was a window where some change could have happened. I think yeah. that window has been missed. I think this is, in the long term, this is a solution yeah, they're going to have to Because, like you said, the window is missed. And, like, how do you bring back that window of opportunity. The only way you bring it back is tragedy, unfortunately. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, you don't, and it shouldn't have to come to that. There has to be more structure yeah. and more planning. Hi, great conversation, man. Look at that. <laughs> hey, definitely. You know, who knows? Like this conversation we're having, it might, you know, spark something in someone to actually want to go and, and maybe yeah. explore the idea, yeah. right? You know, it takes, it takes a lot of work, but for sure. you got to try. Our Jordan, man. Thanks so no much problem, for being man. part of the it was show. A great man. I time. Appreciate Always it. fun. We had to yeah. run it back. We had to. <laughs> definitely. Oh, we're definitely. Oh, we're definitely running it back, bro. All right, my guy. Take care.